All right. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I have Caroline with me today who is a nurse practitioner, but she is also a very longtime friend. Um, I've known Caroline for many years, but we met um, through my husband. Uh, he actually used to work with Caroline and her husband. Um, and so over the years, Caroline and I just watched each other, listened to each other's dreams and visions, and kind of just pushed each other um, toward achieving those. And so now here we are. Um, and I've been wanting to pick your brain, Caroline, for a very long time. But in your beginning of your own practice, your own business, and your own work with me, me learning about so many of the things that you provide and really wanting you to be able to express that and share that with other women, especially um, women that tend to, you know, think that they're okay. They think that, you know, I'm, I don't have any major symptoms going on. It seems like everybody has the same ones. And so they kind of just ignore those and they don't really think that anything's going on and then you have a small little conversation with your close friend <laughs> and you learn so much more but Caroline I know you and I know how amazing you are but please tell people that are watching and listening who you are thank you again Erica and thanks for the opportunity to get um uh, to bring me on here and talk about something that I'm very passionate about mm -hmm. and that's women and their beauty and their care their beauty from inside and outside mm -hmm. you know it all aligns so again I'm Caroline Stewart. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner I've been a nurse practitioner for eight years but before then I, I was a nurse worked in different areas of nursing worked with orthopedic bones I've worked in the cardiac units I've worked in long-term care, so have been in the bedside taking care of patients for quite a while. And my love of just learning how people, we are all so unique and our bodies are so unique, just brought on the passion of stepping in and starting my own practice and taking care of patients the way they should be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And what I really mean by that, not focusing on disease care, but health care like focusing on the person inside and outside mind body and spirit because we are all special and unique um so that's a little bit about me i'm married i have two kids and as women again and we'll touch on on that as we get older we get wiser and our bodies are changing and our bodies talk, talk is what i say talks to us so mm. anytime we have any symptoms we should never um, ignore those symptoms. Anytime we have, we should never ignore them. Our body is talking to us. Just think of your car. When some light starts going off, you just don't keep driving for a long time. <laughs> you worry about that because that light is saying something and you have to take it to the mechanic. They can tell you, do a little bit of diagnostics and tell you, okay, this is going on and you need, it's either a big deal, maybe all you need is some fluid or you need this too so that your, that light can go off. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You're getting into it already. <laughs> yes, anyone knows <laughs> Absolutely. But no, like when you think about it, it's like, 
you know, going back to the car, right? So many different things impact the maintenance and the functionality of a car. Same thing with us. You know, it's not just, you know, our genetics or predispositions. It's more than that. It's it's our nutrition. It's our environment. It's, you know, everything that we do encompasses our actual well-being and so like there's been this huge push maybe like for the past 10 years at least that I've noticed where a lot of medical practitioners are starting to speak up and tell people like no your nutrition and your environment affects you way more than doctors have time to explain to you when they're seeing you you know for your urgent care visit or for your check up because they're only there to check you up for 15 to 20 minutes, right? And so now it's like, hey guys, wait, you know, everything that you've been eating for the past 20 years, 30 years, your environment that you've been working in, living in, all that is affecting you and you don't know why. You think we're all, oh, we're all normal human beings lack of sleep, but that's not normal. Um, and so like, wouldn't you say that the people that you've seen, you know, especially women between 30 and 40, you know, they're starting to express certain things, but we also have those regular changes that we're dealing with too. Um, so outside of what we're going to get into with the environment and our nutrition, what are regular changes that you know that naturally, yes, we're going to go through it just because we're getting older. What are some of the things that we should already hopefully know or have experienced or be looking out for? I always like to tell women after age 30, there is some internal body changes that are happening. You know, we're now like, you know, we're 20s where our body, we have um, different kind of our hormone levels are at a higher peak between our 20s and in our younger age. And as we start getting into 30, 40, even upper age, there is some, some of those hormones, the production is not as much, or we might have too much of one hormone that we don't need. That's the normal, I mean, uh, let me not use the word normal. This is uh, what we expect, the aging process, which there's beauty that comes with aging, but the process does not have to be um, change our quality of life. So if I am a lady and I realize I've not been sleeping since when I turned 30, I should not neglect that because my body's telling me that something is not okay, that I'm not sleeping well. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it could not also only be hormonal. I say at that age, our responsibilities do change. You know, mm -hmm. our we're also getting wiser. We should be getting wiser. As yeah. <laughs> Responsibilities are different. So those are some of kind of the changes that not inside, but they are outside. But if they are affecting us outside, they are also affecting us internally. So back to if I am not sleeping, I should reflect back and say, why am I not sleeping during this age? What is going on? Mm -hmm. Am I not uh, prioritizing my sleep? Which sleep is so essential. If you're not sleeping, 
How am I going to function during the day if I'm not getting enough sleep? Mm -hmm. So some of the changes are internal, others are outside. In most of my ladies, I see mainly, you know, we have this big hormones, like our estrogen hormones, you know, mm -hmm. like in our 20s, our body shape look different. Our breasts are fuller. The weight goes in the right places mm -hmm. in most of us. But as we age, you see our body is changing and we're like the weight is kind of targeting different areas that we don't want it to go to. Yeah. <laughs> due to some of the things that are going on inside and outside and some of the inside could be our metabolism has slowed down which is sometimes part of the aging process in my 20s maybe i was running around when mm -hmm. the metabolism was faster too so whatever i feed myself or maybe was getting processed faster not in my women or in our age between 30 and 40 maybe it's not getting processed as fast yeah as they should have been getting processed hence why that way the fat is just getting stored and growing in the wrong places. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the changes uh, among many other changes that, but we'll see them over here. I have ladies saying, oh my goodness, I'm losing hair. What is going on? Mm -hmm. And we should never ignore some of those things. You know, beauty, we are, I mean, I say we are very beautiful creatures that how God created us. You know, our mm -hmm. hair means so much to us. Yeah. So when a lady says my hair, I have to learn to listen. What is going on? Mm -hmm. I'll share a perfect example. Several years ago, I had this uh, client, she was complaining about her hair and it took me uh, several months to realize what is really going on. She was going through a major divorce and she kept saying, Caroline, my hair, mm -hmm. she had Kali, Kali, Hispanic hair, very full hair, mm -hmm. but I was not seeing that. She was explaining to me what her hair was before. Mm -hmm. And we talked about some stresses, uh, you know, going through divorce and how it can affect you, even though we've tried the biotin, we've tried all this supplementation of mm -hmm. supplements but the stress is still there and not managing the stress long story short she comes back a year later full of her head is full of hair oh, I said uh, what happened yeah. she's like I got divorced <laughs> don't get me wrong I'm not advocating for divorce <laughs> example she had to remove the stressor mm -hmm. she had to solve the stressor you know mm -hmm. hence her body was able to respond and now she had a full head and it was just a complete reflection how our bodies get affected by the outside of what's going on mm -hmm. stress is a major it's a major key in our um, health we have to we cannot neglect it yeah and so like with that like you know yes like she she got the stressor um, out of her life, you know, like, yes, in her case, that was probably something that it was going that direction um, yes. already. So, but we're not saying that, hey, get rid of your stressors and, you know, we're not no. saying that, but it's like, yes, evaluate the stressors that are in our lives that are changeable and reasonable, right? Yes. Um, and so with that, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, would be stressors that are changeable for people that you think that you've had conversations with commonly? We can start with the first one. And when I was talking about responsibilities, as mm -hmm. we're getting older, you know, some of us, maybe they have, we have more kids, more responsibilities. Okay? Mm -hmm. The first thing for us is remember, you're the first person, if I don't, taking care of ourselves, okay? Mm -hmm. Self-care is not selfish, okay? Mm -hmm. It says, you know, the word sometimes are always, we're spiritual being, our spiritual health, if you're not taking care of that, sometimes it kind of also hard to take care mm -hmm. of others physically. Mm -hmm. So it says, love, or was, love your neighbors as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes you forget 
the love yourself. Yeah. You know, love your neighbors as you love yourself. So mm-hmm. I always say we have to make sure our cup is full mm-hmm. so that we can pour on others. You know, yeah. as women, we're, I feel like we're such caring creatures that mm-hmm. sometimes we'll care so much. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of embraced this thing like, ladies, we care so much, we start carrying the cross. Okay? Yeah. Which has already been carried, but our physical self cannot carry all those responsibilities taking care of yourself is first pulling away taking care of you if it's your exercise Mm -hmm. you know just schedule time for your exercise Mm -hmm. because if you're not exercising if you're we're all leaders in our home what example are we setting for our children all that you know i have kids and that's i i'll I'll refer more about leading by example showing mm-hmm, them they mm-hmm. say children don't learn from hearing it's what they see yeah so even if if we want to influence even your family members of those in the community it's by doing yeah so taking that time to exercise you know i live in phoenix is so hot mm-hmm. it has to do with water how much water are you drinking yeah it doesn't take a lot as we age for our skin to start changing. And mm-hmm. if we're dehydrated, if as we're getting older, our skin is getting thinner, the collagen yeah. mm-hmm. and all that. But hydration is key. If you want that plump skin that is going to stay youthful, mm-hmm. we have to hydrate ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we want energy, we have to hydrate ourselves. Mm-hmm. If um, scheduling your sleep time, mm-hmm. if I want to be able to sleep well and be able to have enough energy to serve, mm-hmm. the next day I have to take the time to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, schedule that sleep time and be non-negotiable about my uh, sleep and my care. Yeah, because if not, we, we won't be pouring out what is healthy to others. Yeah, and how hard is that? Like for a mom, right, to <laughs> say no, this is my time. This I am going to do this. And I think women, especially, not to say that men don't ever have the difficulty, but women especially seem to have the hardest time putting boundaries around their self you know like they can say no to you know hey you can't play with that that's dangerous they can say no to hey we're not going there that's not a safe place but when it comes to hey I can't do that right now because I have to go to bed at this time or I can't do that right now because I need to go for a walk to make sure I'm able to care for you properly or hey I can't do that right now because this is my time to read and connect with God you know like I think that's the hardest part is being able to create that solid no this is my time and be okay like because there is that there's a mom guilt yeah our yes is very expensive, but that's why it goes like we have to go back and redefine what is self-love. Yeah. Why can't you do that? What mm-hmm. is it about your belief? What is it? Don't you understand what? It's not self-love again. I mean, in the secular world, you say self-love is not selfish, but understand it from the inner who you are created to be. Yeah. Self-love is creating that healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. If if you if I don't create that healthy boundaries of what just Erica is saying, then I won't be able to continue, walk in the path yeah. or be able to serve or be efficient. You know, mm-hmm. I won't be able to thrive. I'll just be here. Yeah. And I'm, you're in survival mode. Right. Which we're yeah. not here to survive. We're here to live the life that has yeah. been destined for us. Which will require for us to understand self-love, boundaries, all those things and understand self. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's a whole other conversation we can get into with understanding <laughs> self, you know, like. 
I think a lot of people, that's probably where they, the major foundational issue is, is not having that understanding of self, you know. But again, that's another, <laughs> a yes, whole okay. separate conversation, um, important conversation, but a whole separate conversation. Um, and so with with those things in mind, the stressors and the changes that your body kind of just naturally goes through with the ebbs and flow of age, are there particular red flags that you um, would say, hey, like if this is really going on, you should really consider seeing a doctor or getting that looked at? Yeah, I mean, there are, before I even jump on into the red flags, I mm-hmm. feel like first understanding that routine care does not, don't wait until you're sick mm-hmm. to be evaluated. Don't wait until your car breaks down to mm-hmm. take it to the mechanic. There's that routine maintenance. If you have insurance or if you don't have insurance, like let's look, for example, if you have insurance, mm-hmm. your insurance covers a wellness exam free every year Mm -hmm. so are you taking advantage of that wellness exam what is a wellness exam you're just going in to get your regular screening checkup Mm -hmm. In your 20s, maybe your cholesterol is getting processed very well. Maybe you have some genetic issues in your family line where your body does not process cholesterol right and it's starting to creep up in Mm -hmm. your 30s or 40s. So you will not know that is happening until you go in for your checkup. Right. So regular basic checkup. Don't wait for the red flags. Health disease care is very expensive it does not take much of the money that you're going into work every day to make for it just to go like that in treating the disease so focus on prevention i'm just a provider who says let's focus on prevention Mm -hmm. because the treatment is very very expensive so some of the red flags as women sometimes it's i'll start with sleep Mm -hmm. sleep again don't ignore sleep sleep you have to sleep Mm -hmm. if you're not sleeping very well there's stresses that happen in your body that it can cause you to have high blood pressure Mm -hmm. if you're not sleeping very well it's gonna affect your mood Mm -hmm. You might have headaches during the day if you're not sleeping very well. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if um, somebody is having headaches during the day due to lack of sleep at night when they're not sleeping, I, I always say don't be quick to pop a towel or pop a medication in your mouth. Try to find the root cause of your symptoms. Mm-hmm. Because if you find the root cause of your symptoms, maybe you're not drinking enough water because of headaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have headaches because you're not drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. Find the root cause then, hydrate yourself, treat the root cause then you will not need all these medications right now or later because mm-hmm. what i've realized in society patients don't are scared of taking medicine but it's don't be scared first learn how to study your body so that when the changes are happening you're like let me look into what could be causing sometimes it's not things that are mainly internally it's very environmental things mm-hmm. sleep is one tired why are you tired all the time Mm-hmm. The most biggest complaint I hear in the clinic all the time, I'm tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, why are you tired? Mm-hmm. Are you sleeping? Mm-hmm. How is your schedule? How many hours are you working? Yeah. Are you resting? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Or are you eating the right? The average person is not eating the right amount of um, vegetables and fruit. And that's where our vitamins come from. As mm-hmm. a society, we've talked about vitamins for the longest time. It mm-hmm. took covid for people to embrace vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> when COVID came, now 
not vitamins got so expensive you can't okay. even find them on the counter that's when uh-huh. people went back to nutrition one-on-one mm-hmm. get your vitamins your fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. so sometimes you're tired because maybe somebody's b12 is low they're not getting yeah. the basic vitamins yeah that they need to get so mm-hmm. do you need an energy shot coffee mm-hmm. or do you need to get your basic vitamins mm-hmm. so for uh red flag sleep that just a few weight gain and is another key one our metabolism as you get older slows down mm-hmm. so again be a student of your body okay mm-hmm. i say that i can go see a provider and they tell me eat this eat that but first they have to know what my journey has been mm-hmm. before you tell me i'll give a perfect example of me oatmeal very healthy and all that but i know my body i can eat oatmeal every morning but i'll gain weight yeah. my body even though it's healthy and it's high fiber it does not process it very well mm-hmm. okay so i have to be very keen what i'm feeding my body for breakfast if it's something in high sugar i'll overeat the rest of the day because mm-hmm. i started with high sugar intake and my insulin went up and now I'm craving my cravings are very high mm-hmm. the rest of the day but I know my body because I've always been a student of my body yeah. but somebody can tell me no this is healthy no I'll tell them exactly how I've studied my body and what's right for me based on what time mm-hmm. absolutely those are like phenomenal um, examples and it reminds me of you know the conversations we had about my own health care and seeing you like hey like I'm finally ready to say none of this other stuff has worked, <laughs> you know, and and I think that's the kicker is when you have those women that come to you who are students of their body to a point they've they've gone through all the great lengths of, hey, I've studied from A to Z and I know that E, F and G are out of whack and I've tried this to fix it that's not working you know and so and i think that the women that are in that category um similar to myself where the stressors are not the quick fix just drop it let's go what's the alternative you know so you and i have discussed hormone replacement therapy is there any other um things out there that you have either um use with your patients or you known other practitioners use with their patients you know maybe it's not hormones maybe it's just like their nutrition is so far out of whack that you have to give them you know iv or look into the stuff that they are eating what is that experience like yeah absolutely it has to be all general there's no one thing fix right. all it always goes you always have to keep looking like why are we not getting the results that we want why mm-hmm. is your body kind of resisting us okay mm-hmm. which sometimes will go like are you up with your water are you hydrating yourself i have mentioned hydration is really key we tend to ignore hydration and all that so that's one another one is vitamins mm-hmm. vitamins why would you need all these vitamins i mean uh results don't lie i've had the opportunity to work with very uh older 90 year olds and all of us when i do their home visits and i have been amazed by the amount of vitamins they have in their counters and <laughs> the most of them are not even though at their age in 90 they're not on a lot of prescriptions but they're on a lot of um vitamins mm-hmm. these people are waking up and exercise why am i sharing the example results don't lie we can see the food their results of being at the age of 90 and able to wake up and get running around and not have to be um 
spending your um your retirement years at the doctor's office right because they focused on the prevention so vitamins are key mm-hmm. um some people ask why do I so the IV vitamins have always been there for the longest time why would somebody choose pills over uh IV infusions because what happens sometimes if somebody's gut maybe is not as clean they're not um you're not absorbing all your vitamins that's why some people will elect to have the iv hydration mm-hmm. with their vitamins in and be able to get their 100% vitamins absorption mm-hmm. while the pill somebody could swallow the pills mm-hmm. and pee them all out and not be able to absorb it now <laughs> yeah. is the iv vitamin something that you do quite often some people do it once a month or every two weeks Um, depending on people's metabolism let's say somebody's a runner a golfer they'll do it more often but there's also the benefit of hydration mm-hmm. you'll find when most patients this uh, the IV vitamins became very famous during COVID mm-hmm. and that was because the emergency rooms were a little bit busy and all mm-hmm. that and it's they were full and most people were not wanting to go in but before I mean not before yeah even before COVID mm-hmm. people when they go to the uh, emergency room sometimes all they get is a bag of normal saline and they get discharged and they're feeling <laughs> much better so dehydration really and that visits how much are you going to pay for that emergency room visit so that's just my take on some of the things that I've seen and um, yeah among many other mm-hmm. yeah And so you were mentioning like making sure we're getting our checkup. Um I know of course yes there's the annual um but for women the annual is a little bit different. Like in our brains annual means pap smear and you're done. You know like and and it shouldn't just be that, right? Like so when it comes to us actually making sure we're getting a checkup, what should we be looking for and asking um our practitioners for when we want to actually go and get a checkup. First I'll say make sure you have a provider who listens, okay? Mm-hmm. We're all unique. They have to be listening. If I, I'm not listening to a patient then what I'm going to treat them based on what I know or what's basic. They have to listen to hear your symptoms, okay? Mm-hmm. What symptoms is that patient having? Now regular annual physical sometimes is just the basic routine lab work which will check your thyroid, your kidneys, your cholesterol. Uh, but if you have additional symptoms during that wellness visit, mention it to your provider. Okay? We do have hormone testing that is done mainly through our blood work. Mm-hmm. But again, we've seen in the clinical setting that sometimes you have all these ladies between 30 and up that have a lot of symptoms that that blood work is going to show normal, mm. will be normal on their blood. Does that mean that that patient is not experiencing the symptoms? No. Right. You cannot treat the labs. You have to still listen to the patient and treat So in my setting, I do use also the saliva testing, which is more specific than this uh than the blood work. Mm-hmm. Now, again, the uh insurance don't cover, does not cover the saliva testing. So sometimes I to explain to the patient, this will help me a little more just to dive deep and see if we have something that was not caught on there mm-hmm. and see if your cortisol levels are off or if your melatonin levels are off your estrogen your uh, testosterone levels are off so that's another additional test that I do in my clinic besides the serum testing and sometimes I will not focus more on the labs as I said ladies I have to hear the ladies symptoms you know mm-hmm. there 
I have to focus on the symptoms, not focus mainly on the labs. Because there's research sometimes the insurance, or not, I'll not say the insurance, the, the clinic of the regular primary care setting sometimes will say, oh, there's no evidence. Again, there's no evidence, but again, the patient is having symptoms. Let's yeah. focus on the patient. Let's focus on the prevention. Let's not ignore what the patient is telling us. Yeah, absolutely. And so like, and with that in mind, like you saying and sharing that um, there are testing measures that you use um, outside in addition to what the normal, you know, doctor visit is like and the normal doctor um, experience is like. Would you say, like, let's say, you know, someone says that, they, yes, I have a good doctor, he or she listens to me pretty well, um, how do I request that they do testing that will look at my cortisol, that will look at my estrogen levels? Because I, from personal experience, I know that the blood work, when you go and say, okay, yeah, I'm here because my doctor sent me for blood work, it doesn't necessarily have that, any of that on there. It has, you know, other stuff. Yeah. So always request, again, be a student of your body. You know, the what sets you free is knowing the truth. Don't, uh, as a, when you go see your provider, don't expect those few minutes to be able to discuss everything. Always learn, always be learning about your body. Know what hormones play what role in your body. I mean, we're eating food, we're having stresses and different hormones are getting affected. Always, we should always be learning about our body. We should not just leave it to the provider to figure out what's wrong with us. It's a team effort. We work together with the patients to get to that, to get to the best health of that patient. So learn about your body, learn about all the hormones so that sometimes you can bring it to your provider's attention. Hey, does this affect this? Most of the time in the regular primary care setting, if the provider cannot run your cortisol and those levels, they'll send you to endocrinologists, which the endocrinologists also do amazing work in trying to get to the bottom line of what's going on. So that's another option. Now, um, some of the endocrinologists might, will still treat you based on even though some of those levels are normal or not, because mm-hmm. they know what symptoms are associated with uh, what different hormones in the body. Not your pro- regular primary care will refer you out, or you'll just choose a um, a provider that focuses more on their uh, holistic approach that does not focus more on, as I said, apologize again, on disease care, but focuses more on health care, getting you healthy, not just looking for a disease to treat. Yeah. And so let's say, you know, our, our listeners and our viewers are like completely like just in awe of your amazingness and your the knowledge that you have even though it's like the tip of the iceberg you guys like this woman knows her stuff she knows her craft she knows her passion and how to really help how can people uh reach out to you for a consultation or if they have questions um in in how to get the treatment that they are really thinking that they need or might need Awesome. So my website is, uh, my uh, practice is called Abundant Wellness in Medsper. And how to reach me is just www.abundantmedsper.com. The phone number should be on there. You can call the number, you can text the number uh, on the website. And also if you, you're able to book your appointment through my website. Uh, and I'm pretty, I always have my phone on, but team members have that will get in touch with you right away. 
And this does not mean that if you have a primary care, you should not consult at OST. It's always good also to get a second opinion and hear what should I do and uh, or what do you think is going on or what I um, what I actually take pride on as a provider. I focus on teaching. I'm a teacher at heart. And if I teach you and tell you what to do, you have high chances of being compliant. I always find that the patient that are not maybe involved a lot is because they don't know, they were not taught very well, or they don't understand why do I need this medicine? Why do I need this? The moment I teach you and explain to you why you need it, you have a high chances of being um, being involved in doing it. Most of the cases we are not doing because we don't understand what it is, what does it mean? But again, if you focus on prevention right now, later on you will not have to slow down in life due to your health conditions all right well i thank you thank you thank you so much for your time and your expertise and you guys if you really need someone to help you through those questions that you might have about your body caroline is the person to definitely help you um any last things you want to say Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on here again. If you guys have any questions, it was my pleasure again to be here. Reach out if you have any questions or just need a quick uh, consultation on what's going on. Thank you again, Erica. Thank you.